0: Right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: The Opinion Line on Corks 96FM. Minister for Public Expenditure, Michael McGrath. Michael, you had a big or a small cake yesterday that needed to be cut into a lot of small slices. Are you happy that everyone... Got a fair slice. The childcare sector, the providers seem quite happy. Uh, The people trying to pay for childcare, not so much. And nothing in there for families trying to struggle with massive rents. Are you satisfied with the way you cut it up? Good morning. Hey, good morning to you, PJ.
0: Hope you're keeping well. Indeed. Look, I think we can look at a budget through the lens of, well, what did I get out of it? And it's perfectly understandable that every individual and every sector will look at it that way. And I'm happy to go through all of those and, and answer those questions. But there, there is an overall plan and there is a requirement on us in bringing forward a budget to have a plan for the country and to have a plan for the public finances and to bring uh, the public finances to a safe place overall and reduce borrowing levels because we have, as you know, spent over 30 billion euro last year and this year on COVID measures for PUP, for wage subsidy, for vaccines across the whole range. and so. Thankfully, the economy here is re- rebounding very strongly, and that has helped us. So mm. recently, up until uh, up until the budget, the ov- official forecast was. That the deficit this year would be around 20 billion euro, and now that has been updated and revised downwards significantly, thankfully to 13 billion, and it will fall further next year to around 8, and the following year should be down to about one. We should be close to a balanced budget, so that really matters to people as well. Um, so I'm happy to go into the detail of the individual measures, mm. but it is important that we have an overall plan uh, to help people back to work, to achieve recovery in our economy, because that is what helps us to pay yeah. for the. Service services and to meet some of the demands and legitimate demands that people have for spending whether it be in housing and healthcare and childcare and transport and all the different days. Yeah, but but really you, know,
1: you know Minister, people look at the economy, they look at the economy and they realise that everybody has to balance their books but they then look yeah. at their spiralling rent, their cost of of childcare, they, they, they look at those things and they say fine, yeah. balance the books but I am struggling here Minister.
0: Yeah, and we are trying to help people with targeted interventions. I think what we have uh, announced for childcare is really significant. Uh, In a full year, the injection of money into the childcare sector will be of the order of 200 million euro. And you might ask, well, what will we get for that? Well, first of all, it's a sector that has been hemorrhaging staff. We have very qualified staff up to degree level who uh, carry huge responsibility, caring for educating our children. And I think we'd all all have to put our hands up and say that the level of pay is not appropriate for the responsibility that they have. And we're going to fix that. There is a process underway now between the employers and the trade union bodies to agree on new terms of pay. And that will result in improvements for the workers in the early years and the childcare sector. And the government is going to help to fund that. And we're going to put a lot of extra Mm. money into the system, and in return, uh, we do want a commitment from childcare providers who are signing up to the National Childcare Scheme or the Early Years Scheme uh, that there will be no increases in fees and then we're going to help to reduce costs by expanding the National Childcare Scheme by uh, extending the universal subsidy that's there for very young children mm-hmm. to apply that to older children. So this this is a really important initiative for childcare uh, that will, will definitely be of benefit to workers. Sinn Féin
1: said that they would have cut the actual cost to the parent by a third by taking over the wages of the childcare workers, like, for example, the Department of Education pays teachers in schools, and that this would have cost 86 million. Is there any sense in that? I mean, in effect, what they're saying that is, for
0: around the same amount of money in 2022, that they'll be able to reduce costs that dramatically. I don't believe that that is realistic. It's easy to say these things, PJ. When you're in government, you have to actually do it and deliver. And the money we're putting in here uh, will be of real benefit to childcare sector to the workers. Uh, to the providers but also to the parents and this is the start of it like mm-hmm. this is the first uh the first time in a number of years where childcare has really benefited and featured i mean we have the second a year and for for many parents that's so important that we've been through it ourselves with with our own children it's a wonderful program and that's two years of free early years education um 15 hours a week for for children you know from about over two and a half up to around five for example. That's a real benefit uh, but the costs are prohibitive. I, I know the costs that people are paying and the government is going to, to help uh, through the changes to the childcare scheme but mm-hmm. first and foremost we do need to look after the workers because otherwise we're not going to have the capacity we won't have the places because the providers won't get the staff. It, it's a, it's a
1: while since you or I Michael issues. McGraw were in our twenties and starting out in, in life trying to buy houses and trying to you know, get together and raise families and yep. afford to have children and all that. And I said to the Taoiseach uh, when I was speaking to him, I said, I'd hate to be back in my 20s trying to afford for example, rent and food and energy and heat and light and trying to trying to yep. put my children on on a start in life. What, what do you think this budget does for young people?
0: Look, it's, re- it, it's been really tough on young people, the pandemic and then of course the housing crisis, which hasn't gone away. And in fact, you know, the pandemic cost us a lot of time because uh, a lot of houses, thousands of houses that were due to be built last year and this year did not get built because because construction was shut down. And so that had an impact on the supply and the availability of new homes and rental mm. accommodation. Well, we know what That's happened. So what's going to change that? Well, well, we're going to try and fix that by uh, dramatically increasing the supply of new homes. Uh, we have uh, a strategy now
1: No, his line appears to have dropped. Just check he's still there, Fiona uh, Minister, with us through WhatsApp. Um, just a couple of other points that people wanted to raise: a social welfare rise of five euro, give or take, with the fuel. They took money off us in two thousand and eight onwards. The bailout. Uh, this one doesn't even bring us back to the place we were, uh, M- Michael. I uh, bring you in on that one. Uh, um, the young, the the younger people are. Uh, happier with things like the travel and, and other things like that but all the, the senior citizens our senior people who've given their lives and paid their taxes are very unhappy with the five euro because at, at most it does yeah. is bring them back to where they were and yeah. some of them will continue to lose out social justice ireland father sean healy say it should have been at least a tenor to keep people in line with the, with the cost of living
0: Uh, PJ can I check first of all that you're hearing me okay
1: yes absolutely fine yeah
0: because there was was an incoming call and I think it interfered with the the line there for a moment so I apologise for that can I just finish the point in relation to young people and and housing I mean our plan is next year to build 9,000 new uh, public houses, so social homes, and then over 4,000 affordable purchase and cost rental homes. Uh, and then we're going to support the private sector through the investment in Irish water to bring services, for example, to ensure that land can be developed and homes can be, can be built. Quickly? built. that happen quickly? Well, look, we're going to be... Oh, you know our planning 5, system is painfully slow. Um, yeah, I mean, we... It is, it is slow, but we have about 80,000 units with planning permission across the country. So we need to get some of those activated and built. Uh, and then for, for young people, I do think the improvements in the, the student grant system, the SUSE system, are important, first improvements in over a decade. Uh, and I think the measure for a 50% discount in, in travel costs for young people is also really welcome. So we have tried to bring in some targeted measures. Mm. Um, in relation to, to social welfare, Uh, I uh, understand the point that your callers are making. I mean, we've done our best with the resources we have. Like the increases in social welfare will cost well over half a billion euro next year. Uh, I take the point that it's only a fiver for uh, a pensioner. But if that pensioner is living alone, then they also get the living alone allowance Mm -hmm. increase of of three euro. And if they qualify for the fuel allowance, then they get two ifs there. there. Many Many of them them don't. Many of them don't. I mean nearly 400,000 do qualify for the fuel allowance uh, and we've uh, made that increase effective immediately, uh, which never happens. It's always from January but because of uh, the high fuel costs at the moment, we made that effective immediately. Mm. So, look, I, I mean, I acknowledge there have been, in the last two budgets, no increases in core welfare rates. We have increased them by €5. Euro. Would we like to have done more? Uh, of course we would, but there is a cost. Well, well, like, well, when,
1: every, when, the, when the when the deficit wasn't as, as big as you thought, maybe, maybe Maybe you Maybe you might have done more. Miriam has a question. She said, I'd like to ask the minister why children's allowance is stopped at 18 for those still at school. And many sco- children begin school at five. They're still in secondary school well past 18. It also wasn't paid for three months this summer. Many parents were under pressure with return to school expenses.
0: Yeah, I, I accept that point. It has been that way now for uh, a number of years and parents have contacted me over time in relation to that. It wasn't possible to address that uh, in this budget because we had to prioritise. So we chose to uh, increase the core welfare rates and then to bring in a number of other important changes for carers uh, to make changes to the means test, for example, uh, and also in relation to the mean te- means test for disability allowance uh, to improve the working family pay. pay- payment, which is for families who are working but on very low income, uh, to try and bring more people mm. into the net there, improve the back-to-school clothing and footwear allowance, also
1: to provide an increase for the qualified mm. children. Yeah. So Again, lots, hot, lots, and, 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 and lots lots, of small tweaks uh, in, in general. I suppose there'll be some people would be grateful. Some people would say you could have done more. We, we're we looking through health, uh, Minister, and a big spend on health, to be fair, but just 19 new ICU beds. We're still only at 59% of the European average uh, in terms of ICU provision. Even after we were uh, massacred in, 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 the, in the pandemic, our our ICUs were completely overrun. Next one would be the lack of gps we we've got a, a yeah they're they're leaving the country and leaving yeah. in droves how do we stop that
0: well, first of all, in relation to beds, the extra nineteen is on top of an increase already of sixty-six. So I think pre-COVID, the number we had
1: uh, of ICU beds around the country was two hundred and fifty-five. Two five five. So now, like, now we, now we yeah. put the, the sixty onto that, but we'll be um, our pled- We're up to three forty now. When yeah, that's nowhere near the five seven five we should have on European averages.
0: Uh, Three hundred and forty is what uh, this budget will bring us to, uh, but we will continually improve the capacity in critical care. And I know that this is a priority for Stephen Donnelly, as is the increase in the acute beds. Generally,
1: I mean, we have about eleven thousand beds, uh, or we have. Let, let's face it; it's one of the reasons that the beds. pandemic was so hard on us, Minister, because the EDs, uh, the ICUs, and the critical care beds became overwhelmed so quickly. That's 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 the that exposed just how undersupplied we are with critical care here, and just nineteen—that's a very small number. Well, the, the yeah, it is on top of the figure of
0: sixty-six. Not all of which have been delivered right now. Some of those will be between now and the end of the year, and then a further nineteen next year. And look, I think. You make a fair point. Uh, We didn't have enough critical care capacity. Uh, I accept that. That's why we are... It was exposed. It Um, It was
1: very, very, very quickly exposed and ruthlessly exposed um, by the pandemic, just how undersupplied we were
0: it was put under huge pressure, there's no doubt about that and uh, you know, uh, alternative plans had to be put in place to to increase the capacity on a temporary basis and only for the staff and and the heroic work they did, Um, we Mm. would not have managed and uh, I acknowledge that and that's why we are increasing it and we are adding about 1150 beds uh, to the acute hospital system generally, so we are making progress in relation to beds uh, and the recruitment of staff is a challenge BJ, getting staff uh, to Joined the health service. We sanctioned and talking
1: year, to them. Talking to senior, very senior doctors during the week. It would appear that one of the reasons that is, is the working conditions. Um, We've we all day talking about health and probably not solve it. So we we'll move, move on a little bit. The the vendors' federation were quick out of the blocks uh, last evening, welcoming the extension of the. Um, support scheme for, for wages. But the hospitality VAT rate, when it reverts to 13.5% in September of next year, we will have the highest in Europe. We already have the highest cost uh, of drink and, and associated products in, in Europe or one of them. So why put, it, why make it go up again next September?
0: Uh, because we have provided a lot of supports in this budget for the tourism and hospitality sector if you look at for example the 90 million I've provided immediately to Eamon Ryan for an aviation package to help rebuild connectivity to get more people to travel to Ireland how much uh, that will Cork get by the way uh, I, I don't have a, an exact figure uh, that will be worked out but Cork will benefit uh, absolutely and it has benefited so you just from, give
1: DAA a lump
0: sum or something and say no, DAA DAA it up. no the 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 Department of Transport uh, will uh, design a scheme um, to support particular routes. So it will be essentially to um, give a waiver of landing charges for routes that are really important for connectivity. So Cork Airport. That worries people a
1: small bit, Minister. The designing of schemes and that generally involves task forces and meetings and committees, which means that 90 million could sit in the bank and not a penny of it be spent.
0: Well, I've given it immediately and I want as much of it as possible to be spent this year. And I know that uh, Neil McCarthy and the team at Cork Airport uh, who are doing a great job of rebuilding routes and we look forward to the airport yeah. reopening, they've okay. entered into deals with Ryanair, for example, and they've done that on the basis that they are going to get government support. Yeah, and, and, the, and, and here's they, what just, just we will, They will get government support. Come I back again to, to
1: the VAT rate because it's another thing that hospitality are flagging very strongly. They can't get staff. And how does the VAT help that? And they want to keep the VAT at 9.5% because they've seen genuine benefit from it. Even before the pandemic, when the the 9.5% was there, there was real benefit, not just for the industry but for the consumer because they kept prices down a bit. Yeah, look, I
0: I was only... Really, starting to answer that question when I when I touched on the aviation issue, that's just a small part of it. I mean, we have extended the wage subsidy scheme now uh, through to uh, next April, and we have also extended the local authority commercial rates waiver uh, for the hospitality sector to the end of the year as well. And I've given Catherine Martin uh, significant funding uh, for additional grants and uh, business continuity schemes for tourism marketing, uh, so that she can rebuild uh, tourism. and the, the brand so that we can help to get more people into Ireland. Uh, it wasn't possible to extend the lower rate of VAT. Uh, it does come at a very high cost. Choices had to be made in this budget. Uh, we had limited resources, and we believe that uh, when you look at the mm. overall package... But you know, support, there's the argument,
1: made. right? If, if more people are spending money at a 9.5% VAT rate then you win on the swings after losing on the roundabouts. It does all work itself out with a lower rate like that well if you're
0: uh, extending a reduced rate then on budget day you have to provide money for that because you have an official costing put on that by in the case of uh, this tax measure it would be by the department of finance okay. and the costing they put on that is of is of is of the order of hundreds of millions mm-hmm. uh, i take your point about buoyancy that a reduced rate might lead to more activity uh, and you might get all of that back that's not fully backed up with the evidence. There is a net cost uh, to tax reductions. Lastly,
1: while, and it was great news, and I'm sure you were as happy to receive it as anybody else, that the economy is recovering faster than uh, you thought it would. But uh, when, says Bernie, or when Bernie asks, will we have enough of a recovery for everything to be back to to normal, to, to where it was? in what
0: sense what do you think she means by that Does well, she mean restrictions wise or the economy or the economy
1: uh, the, the income for you know people who lost out over the last number of years you know they they feel that they have just barely got back what they had two years ago
0: Yeah, I think the immediate challenge, to be honest, PJ, will be uh, inflation and the cost of living, and uh, it is rising, and we acknowledge that. Now, there are different views internationally as to whether uh, most of the factors there are temporary in nature, or whether we're likely to see a prolonged period of high inflation. The general view is that um, most of the factors are temporary. We've seen a strong rebound of the economy, supply chain issues, high transportation costs, shortage of labor, uh, and the uh, overall assessment is uh, that that will level off over a period of time. How long? And I think that's the first think. point to make. Uh, Well, we we anticipate that going into next year, it will start to ease off. We think it will probably get worse in the very short term uh, in the coming months. But across next year, we're forecasting inflation uh, of just over
1: 2%. So so pain pain before gain, unfortunately, in terms of supply chain and and, and the cost of living. We had loads of questions, and hopefully we put some of your points and some of your views to the Minister. Michael McGrath, thank you very much for spending some time with us. I know you've got a, a busy schedule. I appreciate you being with us on the opinion line.
0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day
1: returns. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com.